For four years, you marched and organized for equality and justice for our lives and for our planet. And then you voted. Hip hop ain't really did shit found me. Little bit of hell, little bell for the homies. Got a little green, bought a beam for the flowery. Took more shots after phase than Calby. After dark, you go crazy. Police ain't scary shit. You ain't bread for this. I'm still in the hood. They make bread and dip. I'm not jumping shit. So both my favorite soccer teams are in third place in their respective leagues. And yeah, it's not it, it's not where I'd like them to be, but it's I guess better than fourth, fifth, and <laughs> so on. So that was cool. They also both won their games. Yeah, and, we're talking about Real Madrid and Arsenal now. Chelsea. Oh fuck! <laughs> actually, I don't even know your favorite team. Was the Premier? League. Well, it's just the, I don't like care about the Premier League yeah, that I much. I definitely prefer La Liga, but. I like to know how Chelsea's doing. I like to keep up. I turn it on when, uh, when I get the notification. Um, <laughs> well, assuming this is posted on Sunday, happy football Sunday, you guys. Um, we're trying, as we've mentioned, mm-hmm. to keep up with it more. Mm-hmm. I can let you know that on Thursday, the Packers won the 49ers, who were playing at home. Uh, it was like 34 to 7. Uh, sorry, that was my pen, you guys. <laughs> it was 34 to 7, which is honestly like a pretty low scoring game, yeah. I'd say, like for football, because you get seven, <laughs> right? Seven points for six, a touch. Six, six points for oh a TD, God. and then you get an additional field goal for Did seven. Did you just call it a TD? Yeah. Okay, dude. <laughs> um,. Which has caused kind of like to bring up some heat, I'd say, between the 49ers and Aaron Rodgers, the Packers quarterback, who, and I think it's honestly just because they like skipped him, their first draft pick back in what, 2005? Yeah. Which is what I think you looked into today, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I think it was frustrating for Aaron because he's from Chico. (gasps) Yeah. And he... He was passed on as the number one pick for non-football-related reasons. That's the rumor. Oh, so it was, like, superficial. Yeah, and seeing... It's probably because he's from Chico. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing uh, how his career has unfolded, I would be pretty embarrassed if I was a 49ers, like, management. No, me too. For sure. I mean, that's the number one, like, stick it. And he was, like, voted. I mean, not voted. That's, like, a soccer thing. Um, mm-hmm. But he had the most, like, something in that game. Touchdowns, quarterbacks. Oh, fuck. He is. Yards thrown. Yards thrown. I think. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? Oh, yeah. So, on the opposite end, we have one low-scoring game, but... On, I also think it might have been Thursday, um, the women's Manchester City soccer team played a team called Br- Bristol City, and they beat these girls 8-1, to one, which, like, if you guys know about soccer, if you don't, that's why you're here, but that's a really high-scoring game. I mean, eight goals, that was, like, an intense 90 minutes. Those people were cheering, and they were excited. And it's fun to bring up because it is what we want to talk about in this episode. Kind of just women in sports, specifically mm-hmm. yeah. Megan Rapino. <laughs> <laughs> we love her, cannot get enough. 
But yeah, no, this like eight points in soccer is huge. I mean, <clears throat> at about like five goals ahead, I'd say that's like a respectable time to like stop go like scoring on the other team. You've clearly got it. But the most remarkable instance of this would have been like the US women's national team who they played Thailand. Yeah, Thailand. <laughs> and they just pummeled these bitches. Oh my god. This was a 13 to 0 game. These bitches went in and really just let it out. Do you think that because it's, you know, a World Cup tournament that that makes a difference that like I I do agree that at a certain point, I mean 13 to 0 goal, you're you've That's won. Excessive. You won at 5 to 0. I completely <laughs> agree with that. But at the same time, is it's it like, on the other ahead. hand disrespectful to tone down your level of play. I mean, you're all professionals. You're professionals on the field. I think you could also make the argument that the U.S. women's team was being respectful. Like, no, you know, we're going to give you our best. That's what we're here to do. <laughs> this is a World Cup. We're not playing, like, a practice match. This isn't, you know, a game for charity. This isn't for fun. This is a World Cup. This is the 2019 World Cup. Let's go. We're here and we're going to give it everything that we have because that's what we showed up to do. That's what the fans expect. And I'm really sorry, Thailand, that you couldn't handle the U.S. The women's national team. That sucks. And maybe we wouldn't have noticed if like they weren't <laughs> bringing it. But if they also scored five goals and how – I don't know how long it took them to score those first five goals – but probably not that long. I think maybe we would have noticed if they just kind of skipping up and down the field, like <laughs> just <laughs> hanging out. I I do think that would have been more disrespectful in this instance. Uh, <laughs> I actually hadn't like thought about it that way. Like I legit never thought about that. Like on the World Cup, like of course they're gonna bring it. But, like, I don't know. I guess for me, I would see it the opposite way, yeah. where I'm like, oh my god, like, they just disrespected the shit out of Thailand. Yeah. Like, those women, like, are crying now. Um, but no, yeah. I, I think that that's right. Like, I, I, you're right. It should be like, you're I'm right. bringing the heat, respect. They should just be yeah. happy that they get to play with back to back World, cha World Cup champions. I mean, yeah, no, and if I was on any team facing the US women's national team, I would just wanna I would want them to bring it. Like let's go. I wanna see what you've got. I wanna go toe to toe with the best women's national team out there right now. Like yes I just I think that's awesome. I don't wanna play you when you're not there? Like what is that? Yeah, like, that's I don't want like, an excuse. Especially like, yeah. I don't want to like have been beat knowing you were like sick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I had a cough and I still yeah. beat the shit out of you. No, it's not, you know, oh yeah, the US women's team, they beat us. They annihilated us and it was awesome. I loved every moment. Like, I would love <laughs> to be like hip checked by Alex Morgan or Megan Rapinoe because that's awesome. Like, they're so good. Like, you, you that. I mean, is, I think I would yeah. just stare. 
I think they're yeah. beautiful. These women are beautiful. I mean, they change yeah. sports for women in a lot of ways, not just soccer. I mean, sports in general. Um, I mean, these girls are monsters. Like, they're monsters. <laughs> uh, the like, so okay, so I just looked up the game and Alex Morgan scored in the 12th minute, the 53rd minute, the 74th minute, the 81st minute, and the 87th yeah, minute. Yeah, look at that time-wise. <laughs> if she stopped scoring at minute 50, we would have noticed. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And if I was on Thailand, I'd be like, what are you doing right now? I'd like, let's I mean, score but, another one. But, like, and I mean, this is great. Like, just even looking at this game, like, just makes me miss it. I'm yeah. like... There's a lot to miss about summer 2019, <laughs> for fucking sure. Um, but like, okay, so Alex Morgan has what? Those three, four, five goals. Rose Lavelle, 20th minute, 56th minute. Lindsay Horan, 32nd minute. Sam Mewitz, I'm so sorry. Um, 50th minute, 54th minute. Megan Anna Rapino, 79th minute. Mallory Pugh, 84th minute. And Carly Lloyd. The 92nd minute. Like, that is a well-rounded yeah. fucking team. They're passing that ball. Like, this isn't... I didn't just see Leo score a hat... Leo Messi score a hat trick, you know? Like, that's something we see in games. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo scored the winning goal. Oh, I couldn't have imagined. No, like... And not even... I know you want to talk about, like, Alex Morgan. She didn't even score like the goal for that championship like it was Rose Lavelle like I remember like this cute little girl oh my god she's the sweetest little thing and she's like hey I just scored this goal (laughs) and now we're back-to-back champions and like give me the key to New York City (laughs) yeah yeah there's a lot to just there's a lot to miss about (laughs) watching them play and everything about summer I don't want to talk about it (laughs) um but I do want to talk about Alex Morgan just a little bit she, in the following game, scored. And I don't know if anyone remembers her celebration or the backlash <gasps> that came after I completely it. forgot. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I'm so glad you're bringing this up, you guys. I know, I'll never tea. forget. Yeah, I literally was tea. pissed. Yeah, literally. So, you should look up the um, clip on YouTube. It's really inoffensive. She scores a goal. Rock on. And then she, like, sips tea. And it was for Sophie Turner, who um, ends all her little Instagram stories with, and that's the tea. Or, that's a bad accent, but whatever. You gotta, and that's the tea. And, And, um, actually, I think they were playing the, um, the uh, British national team. And maybe that's why she did it. Probably. Because Sophie then, I think, said, you know what? I am obviously bummed UK women lost, but I am really excited that they lost to the like yeah. reigning champs and yeah. they're soon to be the next the, the continuous yeah, no, just <laughs> running with it. And um it was just a frustrating like series of articles to read because men celebrate Every goal, they take so much time to do it. It's she did a really quick tea sip and like let's and move like, on. Yeah. It wasn't this, you know, Ronaldo I'm gonna taking yeah, his shirt off. Sliding like, into the bleachers, you know, flexing. Let's <laughs> go! Like it just it was, it was like oh, that's the tea. Yeah, and that's the tea. That's my goal. That's my 
like cleat on the ball in your goal right there in your face yeah and and that's the tea let's like let's move on and it yeah it just was so frustrating to see that just because you never see any men's backlash like any of it not no, yeah. there's no wrong way to celebrate in any men's sport there are even celebration options in their respective like Xbox PS4 games. Yeah, that's You can true. choose how you celebrate. Do you want to slide? <laughs> Do you want to take off your shirt? Like, <laughs> but Alex Morgan can't sip tea, tea in a World Cup game where she scored. I would be hyped. I would be taking off my shirt. I would be jumping into the bleat, like into the fans, <laughs> throwing balls, just being obnoxious because that's what we all paid to show up yeah, to see. Yeah, no, I mean, I think... I like, don't understand. In terms of men's, um, the only... The most backlash they have literally gotten for their uh, celebrations is from the league itself. Like, where <laughs> Ronaldo has been red-carded and ca- had to miss games <laughs> because he takes off his shirt. And they're like, um... Everyone else is like, let's do it. The league is like, not so much. Um, but yeah, like, that's fucked up. And... This beautiful woman, I'm sure you guys have seen Alex Morgan in a Nike campaign. So if you don't know, if you don't have a face to the name, go look her up because she just played her first game with the, uh, with Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspurs, yeah. Post-pregnancy. Yes. Gave birth in May to a daughter, Charlie. Ladies. And um, made it out in the 69th minute of this, I, I think it was yesterday, of yesterday's game. Um, which is, like, really exciting. She said she was really jazzed to get back out there. And that's, what, June, July, August, September. It's five months from giving birth. Are you kidding? Uh, yeah. It's incredibly impressive to me. Uh, I mean, I've never given birth, so I don't. I, I can only know how that recovery would look, but <laughs> I think that's impressive. I mean, also caring for a baby is not is a sport in itself. So, yeah, like no. to then be training professionally on top of that. I mean, like full respect there, and yet again, like another thing, women have to like yeah. deal with in sports that men will legit never have to. Like, I, I, it really must affect them to a certain extent. You know, like. But I would like hate yeah. to say that, you know, like no double standards. No, you're putting your but... body through so much to, you know, like, for, I don't know, flesh this human out into the world <laughs> out of your body. Like, <laughs> all the changes it goes through to get to that point, And then this really traumatic experience. And then you're going to snap back in five months. I mean, it's not, she didn't, you know, just casually get back out to the gym. And yeah. she's in professional shape to be playing for a, like one of the best premier league yeah, teams yeah i mean it's not it's it's impressive and we should yeah just, no like yeah. i mean the team she plays for itself is no joke um and uh, yeah i can't get over it um but more on my girl megan um, like, just bringing it back to her, uh, just because she is the title of this episode. Um, <laughs> she is the captain of the U.S. Women's National Team and has really just, like, been the face, I think, of women in sports. Like, just 
has plastered herself like in any form of activism that she can. Um, I mean, she was one of the first athletes to follow Colin Kaepernick in taking a knee, like which was awesome. Um, and she has a book, um, like a memoir coming out. Actually, we just found out on Tuesday, which is, um, as far as I'm concerned, and I will be reading uh, just as much like about her activism and like her political awakening, like as much as it is about soccer, um, and just like the way that she speaks about her and just. For example, in this uh, New York Times article that I was reading earlier, um, this girl's like, in reference to her, um, the extent to which the book is about playing soccer, you know, uh, she's like, the book doesn't include anything about how she became a professional athlete, you know, like it, she's not like giving you tips and tricks, like, oh, this is why, you know, like she knows that her path was distinctive and not like, the basic, oh, like, work super hard. Um, she has a quote from this article where it says, you know who else works hard? Everyone. And, like, I just respect that so much. I mean, uh, Grace and I were talking about earlier how Justin Bieber was like, oh, my God, like, we're so lucky to, like, work for what we have. Like, bitch, so you. Gross. We all know you're so full of it. Yeah, everyone works hard. You got lucky. Yeah, you like, legit. Congratulations. On your pile of good luck. <laughs> You're so impressive. Thank God Scooter Braun was on YouTube at 4 a.m. <laughs> if not, you would still be in Canada. Like, no one's saying you're not talented, but you're more lucky than that. There are a lot of talented people, and every single person has to work hard for every dollar that yeah. they what earn. What an offensive statement. And yeah, just, ugh. Um... Yeah, and she even, like, talks about her white privilege where she quotes um, in the prologue, a small white female soccer player, even a lesbian, one with a loud voice and pink hair, lands differently in the press than, say, a six-foot-four-inch black football player with an afro, which I'm pretty sure is in respect to Colin Kaepernick. Um, Yeah, I mean, she just really... And I would say it was, like, when they won their second championship in the World Cup that everyone was like, holy fuck, like, we need to pay attention to these ladies. Like, they are, mind you guys, the only World Cup team, or, like, the only team to win the World Cup back-to-back. No man has done this ever, and they are the first women, obviously. First ever. I might might be wrong, but... Hasn't Alex Morgan also scored the most goals in a World Cup uh, tournament? Oh my god, she's so hot. I don't know. I, like, just don't even look it up because I'm just going to tell myself that that is true. She has, you guys, Alex Morgan has scored the most goals than anyone else that has ever performed in the World Cup. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, she really just took her fame, I guess, that came with the 2019 World Cup and, like, let it fly. Like, Sorry. She tied the record. I actually think it might be tied with Harry Kane, who actually... You mean Chase Kane? Who ironically (laughs) plays for the men's Tottenham team. But it was in the Thailand game. See, another reason where you just can't hold back, if she had said, you know what, out of respect for Thailand, I'm just gonna, you know, play... She wouldn't be tied. She would not hold, yeah, be tied and holding, or uh, 
yeah, holding this record if she hadn't just, you know, went balls out in the <laughs> Thailand game. Like, okay, yes. yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, like, what would you say is the differences between viewership in women's sports versus men's? Or kind of what can you, like, tell us about that? Well... Uh, I guess starting with soccer, just because I think that is probably the freshest in people's mind. The U.S. national women's team, um, they filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Soccer Federation for wage discrimination. So women's team players were earning a maximum of $99,000, while men's team players, men's team players would earn $263,000. So that is despite the fact that approximately $50 million in revenue were made in, in, or during four women's games um, between 2016 and 2018, while during that same time period, men's games generated uh, 49, about 49 million. So they're a million dollars. Like, they're making the same amount of money. And the women are making a million dollars more in revenue, but being paid less than half about of what the men are being paid per game. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. I thought earlier that you had said that they were bringing in less money. Okay, I didn't know that not only were they bringing in, like, a near amount of same money. I, I was under the impression that they were bringing in less viewership, but that a pay gap also really existed like they could argue the fact that yes we do bring in less money but their pay like the person like percentage or like how would you describe that um how much they got in comparison to how much the games made in revenue was still less like was still a smaller percentage than what the men were making i think that is true in potentially other sports. I honestly haven't actually looked into it yet. But, like, I think the WNBA might be a good example of that at the moment. I don't know how much revenue they're making, but I can't imagine it's as much as Yeah, no, I know that's, men's like, considerably yeah. lower. Like, intensely lower. They just lower. don't have the viewership that the men do. And I, th- I think that's a reason... It's been used, like, not to pay them as much. You're not making as yeah. much. Versus the women's soccer team. Like, this it's is actual absurd. garbage. It's, we, yeah. The men's team can't even make it to the fucking yeah. World Cup, you yeah. guys. They're trash. Soccer in the U.S. is absolute bananas. That being said, support your local MLS team. Yes, this is true. <laughs> um, We're trying to get sponsored awful. by MLS, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so pick your nearest team and buy a jersey. Um, but, no, the the U.S. men's team suck. They haven't qualified for a World Cup in, I don't even know how long. I mean, I don't think it's recently. been that long. Um, I want to say that, I mean, they at least made it to the qualifiers, not the last World Cup, but the one before that. Um, so, like, eight and a half, eight, nine, ten years ago? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I guess but, the real question is, when have they made it past... Like what the round of sixteen, or the yeah, like, yeah the, the first, first round of sixteen. Yeah. Never, they probably never ever, um, or have never. I mean, even like say 
on their team, one of the hypest guys is Christian Pulisic, who, like, was 17 and, like, yeah. playing with them. And he was like, it's so weird. I remember hearing that he had said this. He was like, it's so weird that I'm, like, talking about going to prom and these guys are, like, going <laughs> home to their kids for dinner. Like, oh, my God. You know? And yeah. I, like, we love young talent. I've got a whole mm-hmm. list of, like, young players to watch for you guys. Super excited to give it to you. Um, stay tuned. A lot of it is based on looks, so if you're a lady and you love a good male... Um, we do. We all do. We do, yeah. Just, yeah. like, someone to follow on Instagram and, for like, sure. see a post, and it'll brighten your day. Um, loads of those guys for you. But, yeah, that's enough of that. Um, back to the ladies. Someone you guys have definitely heard, in terms of, like, women and pay gap, is Serena Williams. I love Serena Williams. I really just love her. And um, everyone knows who she is. Like, people tune in to watch her play tennis. Um, The fact that there is a pay gap, especially in that sport, is bogus. Um, They're definitely generating the same viewership as the men's. In fact, I would much rather watch Serena play than Djokovic. He's the worst. Um, he is actually the worst. He, uh, in the U.S. Open that just happened, hit a ball out of anger. He, like, lost a point. It hit a woman in the throat, and he was arguing with the ref. It hit a, a line judge in the throat. He's arguing with the ref. Like, it was an accident. She's going to be fine. The tournament has to go on. This is a major. And the guy was like, it's very clear on the rules. You hit a ball out of anger. So you hit a ball on purpose, and it hits another human being anywhere, you automatically forfeit the match. It's just, it's a standard rule. Good. It's, yeah. Okay. And Sounds he like left, didn't do a press conference, and he made an, a, a Twitter apology to the woman that he hit in the throat. So yeah, couldn't even say. between the lines, his publicist wrote an apology for him to put on social media because he's that much of a dirtbag. But back to Serena and just general positivity. <laughs> um, That's she, what we're all yeah. about. No, she is just amazing. And if you don't follow her on Instagram, you really should. Her daughter, Olympia, is the cutest thing ever and will brighten your day every time that she posts. But uh, the Grand Slams the Grand Slam tournaments are the, I think, one of the few tournaments that have now, I think, across the board, started paying men and women champions okay, wait, an sorry. equal amount. Just before you, like, continue, okay. you, like, just give me, like, a little one-liner on a Grand Slam. Yes. So, <laughs> there are four major tournaments, and the way that ranking in tennis works is um, after you place in whatever place you come in in tournaments are in a point system so obviously um there there was a recently there like a yearly tournament in rome that's not as high of a points tournament um that like wimbledon would be Okay. If that makes sense. So, champion of Wimbledon is going to win way more points than that random... Not It's not random, but the yearly Rome tournament that, you know, mm-hmm. you show up to. So, Wimbledon, Australian Open, U.S. Open, and French Open are four major tournaments with the highest 
number of points you can collect based on how far you make it in that tournament. Mm-hmm. So you get a serious amount of points for just qualifying, making it to the semifinals, whatever. And they're all men and women, right? Yeah, men and women have them. Uh, there's doubles for men and women as well. And as late as 2007 is when Wimbledon said, we're going to give men tournament winners and women tournament winners the same um, uh, amount of money. Yeah, same amount of money for <laughs> winning champion check, whatever. And pro- like happy to say that the U.S. is actually the first of the Grand Slam like tournaments to do that. To That's do nice. that, yeah, which is nice. However, um, the smaller tournaments, there's still like a a huge pay gap, and the um, the annual prize money for the top 100 earners in women's tennis is roughly 80 cents to every dollar earned by the top 100 men in the um, Association of Tennis Professionals. So there are some tournaments where men and women's matches are sold under the same ticket and the pay disparity is even larger. So for example, in 2015 at the Western and Southern Open in Ohio, Serena Williams was paid $495,000 for winning the women's tournament while Roger Federer was paid $731,000. And I don't understand. I really don't. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, I, it's it's wild to me because the same people who are going to tune into Federer's tournament and who are paying to go see him are paying the same, like, ticket. They're buying the same ticket for two matches. I don't, I'm so confused. And I do understand that there is an argument out there that um, women have to win two out of three sets to win a match and men have to win three out of five sets to win a match, but that's also only in major tournaments. In this Western and Southern Open in Ohio, both men and women were only had to win two out of three matches. And just really quickly, on average, more women play in both singles and the equivalent um, like doubles tournament. So like Serena's a perfect example. She'll be in, in the US Open playing as a single Mm-hmm. And she'll also, in that same U.S. Open, be playing as a double. She did that for years with her sister Venus. They would be playing against each other, and then they'd be like, turn around, oh, we're on the same team, like, a day later, playing doubles. They're doing double duty, literally. <laughs> it's just, it's so wild to me that um, that people think that that was at one point a legitimate argument, that just because they played... Like less. less. It's not, you can't. I'm doing air quotes less. Yeah, you can't make the argument that, oh, well, women aren't generating the same revenue, so we don't have to pay them as much, but then also, you know, well, they're not playing as much, so they don't have to make the same amount of money. I feel like pick Pick a lane, but also it should just be equal across the board because everyone's working hard, everyone's out there to play, and it's like, okay, so there's nothing that says a woman can't play three out of five sets or take a tennis match to five sets. Yeah. I I think anyone who says Serena Williams or Maria Sharapova or Caroline Wozniacki couldn't make it to five sets is crazy. There's no reason that women wouldn't be able to play that. Like, women play 90-minute soccer games. Women play 60-minute basketball games. Yeah. They're, they're fully capable of 
the same amount of stamina as men. And if that's your argument, fine. Up the women's to three out of five yeah, sets. Exactly. I'm sure they'll yeah. be like down for it. They'll perform and the, then you just have literally, I don't personally believe there ever is an argument to pay women less, but then there really is no, is no argument, argument to pay yeah. women less. No, I mean, I think it's kind of like the same, just stu- stupidity, legit stupidity, where I don't know when it was or what it was. But, like, just the idea that an average, like, man might even think that he could, like, hit a ball against Serena. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? I feel like at some point there was something like that. mm -hmm. And it's just, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I actually can't. How fucking stupid and arrogant are you? Yeah. That you are I don't care if you're doing CrossFit. You cannot hit a ball back to Serena fucking Williams. You're an idiot. You are dumb. Um, Okay, no, but... But no, so we do know this. <laughs> Shout out, Kate McKinnon. Um, no, so the biggest pay gap, I think, is like WNBA. I know we talked about it, but I just wanted to like look it up and really just kind of put it into perspective because I knew there was kind of like a like thing that I could say. And it's um, right here. It says the average WNBA player makes about $75,000 a year. Mind you guys, these are like professionals. Like these people spent their whole lives like, yes, I'm gonna be a professional basketball player. These lovely little women grew up and made it professional mm-hmm. and then had to go get like a part-time job <laughs> at like a fucking 7-Eleven because they're getting paid ass. Um, but so this average $75,000 a year is less than a 10th of an NBA rookie. Ew. Less than a tenth of an NBA rookie making on average $820,000 a year. That's so gross. That, like, I want to end the podcast. Like, I'm yeah. just fucking sick to my stomach. Yeah. Um, it's going to be my Thanksgiving resolution to tune into more WNBA games. Yeah. Oh my God. Like little ladies. Oh my gosh. You guys, speaking of WNBA, we legit cannot forget. And in like just so much respect, our lovely lady and mainly like why this is so dedicated to her, Megan Rapinoe, uh, what is that? She proposed (laughs) to her fiance her, her now fiance, um, Sue Bird, who pay, plays for the Seattle Storm, who just won their like WNBA championship. Um, yeah, we were just like reading about it today. So the cute. photo is so cute, yeah. like legit. Um, I was reading about it, and they had just like taken a trip, mm-hmm. and Megan was like getting out of the pool, and apparently she had been like thinking about it every day, mm-hmm. like she. Like, her and Sue knew they were going to get married at some point, hadn't, like, put it in stone yet, and I guess when she was, like, getting out of this pool, someone had, like, said that it looked like she was proposed, like, that she was kneeling, and they kind of, like, made eye contact, and this sweetheart, oh my god, she's so cute, took a ring off her finger, and then, like, proposed to Sue with it, and I legit think that's the cutest thing ever. I think you're ratchet if you think that that's not cute. Yeah. Um, probably turn off our podcast and turn your phone off and just actually walk into a forest and don't come back out because that's yeah. so cute. There's no, like, nothing materialistic that needs to go into an engagement. Yeah. Like, that is perfect. And 
there's the cutest photo to go along with it. Just check her Instagram. Yeah, no, please go and follow her on Instagram. She is so cute. And the picture is so, is as genuine as that proposal. Like, it just looked like someone snapped a photo and she's, there's not perfect lighting. Yeah, it just, it's. It's awesome! Oh my gosh, they're so cute, and I'm so happy for them. Um, it was, yeah, no, please, please go follow them on Instagram. Um, <laughs> not to flip back to tennis, but really quickly, just to flip back to tennis. <laughs> um, there was also, I forget if it was, I think, I want to say it was 2018, but it, could have been 2017 or 2019. Um, Caroline Wozniacki stuffed her bra and her skirt um, to like poke fun at Serena. They're really good. No, they're really good friends. Okay. At the same time, it I did read that even though I'm knowing that they're good friends and you know say to myself, how are you going to make fun of Serena, you monster? But. They are really good friends, and Serena wasn't offended by it. And after all the controversial like uh, tweets and articles came out, Serena did make a statement to her defense that just said, you know, I know that this was um, done with good intentions, and she's, we, I consider her my friend, and uh, I'm sure after our, all this backlash, it's not like she'll ever. Um, do anything like this again it just it was supposed to be a funny little mm-hmm. thing and I remember hearing about it um, and looking into it you know she is the third person to have done this uh, like shorts bra stuffing in making fun of Serena and uh, like her physicality and You'll never guess what gender the first two individuals were to make fun of Serena. I mean, men. Yeah, obviously. Andy Roddick and Novak Djokovic calling you out. Ugh. And no, you didn't hear anything about it. I never heard anything about it. They, Andy did the exact same thing that Caroline did, was on the court and put towels in his shorts and was walking around and Ew. do move Serena's walk. And no one said, they were like, oh, he's just poking like, oh fun. That's so, so funny. funny. Yeah. And you guys, male humor is on the fucking floor. <laughs> the standard to be a male comedian is past the floor. And I mean, same with like YouTubers. That's generally how we feel. Most of the people you guys probably watch, we've decided that their comedy sucks. Unless you're like Kate McKinnon. Then it's like, we know this. <laughs> She's also a female. <laughs> well, we know this. We do know this. <laughs> we really recommend you guys go yeah. watch um, the SNL Weekend Update with Dr. Yeah. We Know This. Um, <laughs> that's, I mean, that like really sucks. Yeah. Like, just... That just goes along with what... And kind of how I want to end this episode, I think, is Megan's quote, there's so much more happening here than sports. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, just generally unpacking all that is, like, what we're doing. Like, there's, this is more than sports. It's a community, like we said in our last episode. It's inequality in pay in a lot of different things. I mean, in 
it's like being there when your team wins and loses, but also being there for your teammates and mm-hmm. like in, in other sports, like it's, mm-hmm. you're all athletes, you know, Colin Kaepernick took a knee, Megan took a knee. Mm-hmm. It's so much. Oh my God. Like, I, I love that quote and I want to say it over and over again. Like it's, it's so much more. Right. Yeah. I think just like our last episode said, it is a community and it's also so fun to watch and be a part of and so inspiring to see these women showing up for each other, for other women in sports, for Colin Kaepernick, like another, a man in sports showing up for everyone who, yeah, yeah. his country. (laughs) Right. And like with them also just bringing and caring about the other sports, you know, the U.S. men's team should be fucking embarrassed to accept those paychecks. They need to work on taking care of the people around them. The women who are clearly better at playing soccer against them. I would love to watch the women go up against the men. Yeah. Because they would just take them down. Yeah. No, don't don't be respectful. You are about to lose your job. You are about to lose your job. Get this dance. You are about to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing.